It's Thursday, January 31, 2013. From what I know, this is the largest decision we will be making as a state from a carbon pollution standpoint, certainly during my lifetime, and nothing comes even close to it. Will Washington State ship dirty coal to China? It looks like a tornado right near downtown Cartersville at this moment, slashing toward I-75. Wacky winter weather strikes the southeast. Which kills more birds, wind turbines or house cats? Alec pushes anti-science curriculum. Plus, this will not be important for Qatar, but for all the region and elsewhere where they have the same climate as Qatar. A green tech oasis in the desert. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I mean, we don't have we don't have climate change coverage in America. Uh, hello, John Stewart. We're sitting right here. We can hear you. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, can you believe John Stewart would turn on us like that? I know. It's what as the... if he doesn't know we exist. I know. All right. Well, uh, we got some interesting weather news. A tornado in the middle of January down in Georgia? Yeah, rare January tornadoes swept across the southeast on Wednesday. This uh, funnel is about to cross the interstate here in Adairsville. We've got debris now flying to the left and center of this system. A hundred cars were overturned on the freeway in that storm. One person was killed in Georgia, and that breaks the record for the longest streak between tornado deaths in the United States, 220 days. And that's because of the drought gripping the Midwest. Dry conditions mean fewer storms. Fewer storms mean fewer tornadoes. And on the same day, Newark, New Jersey hit a record high temperature of 65. Groundhog Day is on Saturday. We'll see if Punxsutawney Phil gets it right this time. Last Last year, he failed to accurately predict the record warm winter. Imagine that. Read the science, Punxsutawney Phil. France is mandating energy conservation with a new law requiring all businesses and shops to turn off their interior lights overnight. Christmas lights and special events are exempted. Officials say it will reduce light pollution in the night sky across the country, and it will save the equivalent of the energy consumption of 750,000 households. Not to mention completely unnecessary carbon in the atmosphere. Which kills more birds, wind turbines or house cats? Fox News steps on the cartoon rake again on its website lamenting that the Obama administration has failed to prosecute wind farms for killing hundreds of birds. What Fox didn't mention was a new study published in Nature this week that confirms cats kill 5,000 times more birds than wind turbines in the U.S. That's over 2 billion birds a year killed by cats in the U.S. alone. No word yet on when Obama plans to lock up the killer kitties. (laughs) But I'm delighted to hear that suddenly Fox News is concerned about birds. Alec is infiltrating science education. The right-wing American Legislative Exchange Council, or ALEC for short, which is used by corporations to spread corporate-friendly copycat legislation in the states, now has model bills in three states that mandate teaching climate change denial in science class in public schools. Oy. Look out, Arizona, Colorado, and Oklahoma. You could be joining Tennessee, Texas, and Louisiana. ALEC is heading your way. A record fine for Chevron. California regulators have slapped a nearly $1 million fine on Chevron for their massive refinery fire in the Bay Area last August. 
That's a record for the state and the highest allowed under state law. Investigators found, quote, willful violations in Chevron's response before, during, and after the fire, and they found that Chevron disregarded corrosion on aging pipes at the 100-year-old refinery located in a residential neighborhood. Wow, $1 million. That could take them minutes to recoup. (laughs) Chevron says it will appeal. Of course they will. A big decision ahead for Washington State's new governor and climate hawk, the former Senator Jay Inslee. He must now decide whether to approve construction of new coal export terminals to ship U.S. coal to China. Coal use has fallen in the United States due to the glut of cheap natural gas. So the U.S. coal industry has made up the difference by doubling its exports of coal to China in just the last year. The proposed export terminals would mean a lot of new revenue for the state, but Governor Inslee, in his first press conference, admitted the projects could bring a lot of future climate change impacts. It is decades or centuries worth of coal. It doesn't matter where it's burned, it ends up in Puget Sound. Finally, a fascinating new sustainability project in the Arabian Desert. The Sahara Forest Project is a pilot project bankrolled by the tiny Arab nation of Qatar, part of its pledge to use its vast oil wealth to transition to renewable energy. The Sahara Forest Project uses and combines for the first time all current sustainability technologies into one development in the desert. Check out the video at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Doesn't Cutter own Al Jazeera? Yes, they do. Didn't Al Jazeera just buy Al Gore's current TV? Yes, they did. There you go, shilling for Al Gore again. For more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please help us celebrate our 10th year of troublemaking and muckraking. With a donation to the Brad Blog, we would certainly appreciate it. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I got cat class and I got cat style.